And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 44 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. <laughs> An unbelievable accomplishment of reaching episode 44. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Max. I'm Robert. It was Max's eyes. He like he bug eyed when he heard forty four. So what? I figured that must be a. It seems pretty big. A milestone. Me. Yeah. It just not, hit you. Not necessarily a milestone, but it is big. I'm surprised that we've done that many. I'm surprised we've been doing it this long. <laughs> sure. I mean, we're also doing two a month, so that makes probably makes it seem like it's going. Uh, it's more than. It well, is. also, like we started this podcast in 2013. I think there was a point where we went a full year without doing one. Oh so, wow! Yeah, um, that was a good year. We've been. Was, yeah, we yeah. should do that again. That was a yeah. really good year. Yeah, people wow. really enjoyed. I that think it was my favorite year of the podcast. Um, <laughs> I, no, but I just we've been very consistent, which is good. That's it's been nice. Uh-huh. Good excuse to hey to see you guys to wow. watch some movies. Wow, that's so nice. <laughs> Maybe a little TV uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and uh, talk about it while yeah. recording it. Yes. Anyway, bye. Okay, so long, everybody. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, guys? Doing good. Doing all right. Yeah. I I mean I'm not just bringing this up as like nobody said it on air, but literally since the two of you have walked in, neither of you have commented that I'm wearing glasses. You I've Don't, seen you wear glasses before. I've worn reading glasses. These are. For real, real glasses. Oh my god! I did. I'm so yeah. sorry. I didn't notice the difference. Can we talk about this off here? <laughs> you brought it up. Okay, Max, take his glasses off. He won't be able to find us. Okay. <laughs> Andrew's taking his glasses off. He's he's talking into a banana. Hello. <laughs> this is episode 44 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. Ah, perfect. We finally figured out the audio quality uh, levels that we want. Uh, well, thanks for the compliments, mm-hmm. guys. You're welcome. You we get those from Warby Parker. Glasses. I'm wearing glasses. What? Am I what? You Warby Parker. From Warby War- Parker. Peter Parker. Peter Parker's uh, brother, dumb brother, who made a glasses. Dumb shop. brother. <laughs> Way more successful than Peter Parker, who's a fledgling. A f- newspaper also photographer. Also a superhero who saved the galaxy. Um, and also, I think at this point we'll in the see. comics, he actually owns uh, like Parker Industries. I think he's very rich. So you've destroyed your own your own point. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Um, yeah. They're no, cool. they're not from Warby Parker. They're cool, Andrew. Oh, they're Max. Really good on you. Thanks. Wow. That was weird. That was a soundbite that Andrew just played. <laughs> yeah. I pieced together words that Max has said on the podcast C- before. Cool. Drew, yeah, he's never said my full name before. <laughs> Drew, wow, it took that took a lot of splicing to get that. Together. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. How are you, Robert? I yes, so, oh, so fine. Oh, I just noticed this too. Uh, Robert is also wearing glasses That's that true. are not reading glasses. Wait a minute, I decided not to wear contacts today and wear glasses. Please wear glasses. This is new for mm-hmm. me. Good decision. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Sorry to steal your thunder. So how come I've seen you wearing glasses before, reading glasses when you weren't reading? I was huh? reading off the screen. How about that? Huh? Sounds dumb to me. You got words on there? There's word on the screen. <laughs> I thought that's the picture screen. <laughs> it's not just like a VTech there's thing. Pictog- with like- <laughs> there's pictographs that come up on the screen. That's how I read. Start podcast. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Yes. End podcast and laugh track. And laugh track. I can you never sp- press the laugh track. Yeah. Button. And yeah. <laughs> Splice in Max's uh, speech about my glasses. Have Have you ever seen any of the uh, old back when they used to do laugh tracks? I think it's kind of fallen off. It's not as popular anymore. But have you seen Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory? Theory? Oh, Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. Our Uh-oh. whole universe was in a hot, dense state. <laughs> I guess I thought that was an old TV show at this point. <laughs> why I mean, you're not it, wrong. Why isn't it done? Uh, and actually, that is one of the shows that I've seen. But they, they cut the laugh track out, and everyone just that seems is, like oh, complete psychopaths. It is yeah. so funny. It is funny, yeah. I think they did that with Friends, too, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other one that I really liked was Scrubs. They took out uh, JD Thinking. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So like long the... stretches of him making like weird faces. At what a great show that would be. <laughs> uh, guys, we have fun. Guys, we have fun. And we also talk about some... Horses. Horses we've seen. <laughs> so guys, do you like Sea Biscuit or Warhorse more? <laughs> I was gonna talk about some horses I saw on a long drive this weekend. Oh. No, I didn't go. actually go on a drive. I didn't see any fucking horses, you idiot. That's the bit. <laughs> Got him. Something that a horse has in their mouth sometimes. Huh? What? A bit and a, oh, a bit, I see. I don't get it. Andrew hasn't seen any horses since the sta- horse noob over here. Since what? stallions went out of business. What the, the local uh, mail all mail yeah. review? We oh, it was a gay joke. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, cool. Right. I mean, I'd say it is an actual. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying you're gay. I'm just saying you like to look at dudes uh, getting their thing out, <laughs> which, which in itself is also pretty think, funny, yeah. right? Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, cool horses we've seen. Um, what what horses did you guys see? Man, Artex, I saw in the Neverending Story, but uh-huh. he he like I didn't he, he went to the swamp and then our childhoods were ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, what other horses? Man, I already mentioned Warhorse and Sea Biscuit. Uh, once Red Dead comes out, I think it'll be uh, that's gonna be a nice. Horse. Be some Quite a few horses. Those will be some that. horses you've seen yes. for sure. Yeah, it'll be nice. Hey, how do you guys feel about talking about some movies we've seen? Sounds good to me. Hit okay, that theme that. song. <laughs> Now, <laughs> something breakfast theme song. These are the movies we've seen uh, on the prairie. You said you had a lot of movies you saw, yeah? Yeah. What are? I saw Pitch Perfect three over the weekend. Okay. Uh, if you enjoy Pitch Perfect two, you're certainly gonna like Pitch Perfect well, three. I sure didn't see one or two. Uh, and if you preferred Pitch Perfect one to Pitch Perfect two, you are not gonna like Pitch Perfect three. Or oh. Why? Uh, well, a little bit of spoiler a, alert. A little bit of spoilies for Pitch Perfect Two. Pitch Perfect Two is a little more cartoony than Pitch Perfect One. Like Pitch Perfect One, they so keep stepping on rakes that hit them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all have big, wild red perfect? hair. Yeah, they're all sideshow Bob. Is got it. Got it. it. Um, it's about a collegiate acapella group trying to win a national championship, and then in Number two, I think they, I forget what the competition is there in number two, but in the third one, it's, it's way more cartoony. And they I heard have, the military like actually helps pay for the movie. Uh, that might be true because they're on a USO tour yes, for this one. Then. Um, and this one is just, it's a cartoon. Like John Lithgow plays a villain who like. Lord Farquaad? He plays Lord Farquaad. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Yeah. He's in the real world. He crosses over into the God, real world. God help us. Yeah. To reverse uh, Space Jam. It's an amalgamation of all of his characters. So he's also playing uh, the guy with the Alzheimer's from Return of the, or from Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my he's God. also playing from Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. He's playing Dick from Third Rock from the Sun. So he's and, an alien. Uh, okay. And uh, the the bad guy from season four of Dexter. Oh yeah, that's right. He was like another serial killer. Yeah, cool. this is a quite a character. Actually. Yeah, it was, it was a really good, uh, quite the acting uh, acting job by old, old Lithgow. I remember my sister used to maybe still does, but she used to think that he was uh, an actual murderer. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, she she got a really bad. I can't believe he's famous. You have you heard the things I knew about him? <laughs> if you saw what mm-hmm. I saw, yeah, that foggy night. Um, yeah. It, I, it's it's fun. I will say it's fun, okay. but it's a it's acne, it has lost me pianos falling. It on has people. lost the the way from grounded the fir- realism. Yes, yeah, the grounded the realism gritty. from the first movie. Like in the second one, one of the most real unrealistic thing was was like someone was singing to another person from like across a lake, and they could hear that person. And I was like, okay, well, in the first movie, they all use microphones. There's no way you'd be able to hear a person. And then the second one, it was like, okay, that's kind of silly. This one is like. Just super campy. They sing to someone on the International Space Station and they hear it. Correct. Yeah, they're all in <laughs> separate spaceships singing to each different other. Different space stations that they built. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This does sound a little it's a, The movie is a lot of space, 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 space station. You, you okay? Space, <laughs> space, 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 space. The final frontier. Uh, they're building space stations for a lot of the movie. Anyways, that was what I was trying to say. Uh, cool. Did you see something that that wasn't just okay? good i saw isle of dogs last oh, night Ooh. sweet what do you think yeah. i liked it a lot and you are a wes anderson fan i'm a wes anderson fan what would you say is your favorite is it moonrise moonrise kingdom? kingdom is my favorite still. i think uh grand budapest might be my favorite wow you guys are way off it's royal tenenbaums hey <laughs> i haven't revisited that one in a long time but i Check feel like it out another and a lot of people say rushmore is their favorite i'll uh yeah i'll have to revisit uh royal tenenbaums i think uh i kept you the the uh, bottom of the trash can where it belongs <laughs> um no i really like royal tenenbaums too i just uh, it i old i like royal tenenbaums too not well, t-o-o uh, yeah, the t-w-o well here's yeah. a question this, almost better because he also did the uh fantastic mr fox right? i didn't see fantastic mr fox oh because i was gonna ask if there was if you could compare them but you i now, can't okay well now that you've seen this Asked and answered stop animation wes anderson film i suggest uh-huh. you see the other one you motherfucker yeah motherfucker uh, have you seen have you seen that one fantastic fantastic mr. Fox? mr fox yes i have that's a good one i think because it, it's a is or who's the author of the original story george clooney yeah the clune dog himself i just answered the question i yeah, thought you were gonna ask because I no didn't it's know um, it's uh the guy who did charlie in the chocolate factory why can't why is that name falling out of my brain uh you know a bit he did bi the big friendly giant he did uh, uh, roald dahl yes roald dahl oh boy um and i just think that that his his sensibilities as a writer and wes anderson's movie making style actually meld well that's why i liked uh fantastic so that's heartening i wanted to see it anyway so i'm gonna check that out is there something like didn't something come out recently about roald dahl like aren't we oh he's done he's probably made he's from uh world war ii and be before so i'm sure he's said some greatest generation but uh the greatest generation i'm sure he's had but some utterly disease. despicable <laughs> yes for, for, yeah um, no, I'm, I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, probably some, uh, anti, anti in generalness. I think he's anti in generalness. Yeah. I think I, he's, he's said, he's some, made a few stallions jokes. He's, yeah, oh boy. He's yeah. Made, 
Oh my god. He got kicked off the podcast too. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> he's 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 uh put his foot in his mouth happily, I think, probably. Happily, so, yeah. Yeah. I love putting my foot in my mouth. Uh did you, what else did you see? <laughs> did I see anything else? You said you had a bunch. It was two. <laughs> hey, two can be a bunch. If I got a bunch of bananas and it was two bananas, I'd be pissed. You bunched them together. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Oh, all right. How about you, Max? Uh, I saw The Last Jedi, and probably not for the last time, unfortunately. I think I even <laughs> let have me, to watch let, the Let thing. me recreate what Robert did off the pod that he should have done on the pod. You did, what? Uh, again? Uh, <laughs> Why what? would you subject yourself to that again? Well, I, what, I wonder what circumstances did you watch that? Uh, Gunpoint? <laughs> it was playing at the crest. Oh. And uh, after- I fell asleep in another movie at the <laughs> exactly. crest and woke yeah, up. You and- know, it was so cold outside. I was like, I'm going to pay three bucks just to fall asleep in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had uh, Easter dinner. Who's we? <laughs> Name Fam- Family. <laughs> Mr. Hamill yeah, and, and, uh, and what did you have for dinner? Uh, we had ham. Uh, we had Hamill. Some other- yeah, Mark Got Hamill. Oh, I see. Yes. He's starting to like yeah. the movie now. Right. And we had else? some fish. Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Okay. <laughs> and we also had. Blue milk from the teats of a... Oh, it's green on this one. <laughs> You're the one without glasses. You can't pretend to put glasses on your face. Oh, man, I, was, I was just stroking my nose. <laughs> yeah, Forgive that's me. what I normally do. Um, so what did... You, any change in your opinion after seeing it another time? He loves it now. Or Because or, I <laughs> and found... So, you yeah. can go ahead and read your prepared for, apology to Ryan Johnson right because now. I think the general consensus is that if you don't like it, you're not necessarily going to like it You're going to like it more the you second might, time. Yeah, you, well, I think you might like any parts that you thought were okay the same or more, but I don't think it's going to help you. Yeah, I think uh, the bullshit staying a little bit less this time, and I was able to focus a bit more no, on, Robert. on the... <laughs> <laughs> Robert's floating on a cloud right now. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, anyway. And uh, the, the parts that were all right, yeah, they uh, shined a little bit more when I wasn't like sinking so low in my seat. I still cool. didn't like it. I still thought, but I will firmly say it is better than episode three. This is progress, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robert's literally twisting his arm. Robert, let him go. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle. All right. You said what you were supposed to say. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I have just been thinking about it a lot and I need to buy it soon, but... Uh, <laughs> Um, it is so bad though. It's really, it's, hey, really it's okay. You already said what you want to hey, say. About Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, we're moving um, on from. Uh... But uh, no, I just I have just been thinking about there's now that it's there you can put scenes out there and gifts out there and stuff and I've watched little individual moments like I have a a much greater appreciation especially for the parts that I really like like there's a part in the movie can we just say like a part from near the end of the movie of, of oh my god so a little spoiler there's a there's a fight scene i don't even really have to spoil anything there's a fight scene at one point and kylo ren is surrounded by a couple guys and he kind of like closes his eyes for a second and kind of like feels with the force for a second but he also like opens his eyes and sort of counts all the people around him and is sort of like deciding what he's going to do and it's this moment that i completely missed when i watched it the you know three three other times or whatever but I didn't, I didn't really take in the fact that, like, in two ways, he's kind of, like, fielding his opponents and being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to all these guys. And, like, I don't know. It was very... There's some really great details in that movie. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. You're really going to love how uh, Luke twists the nipple of a little sea creature. I did love... I that, He does that when Ray's not even there. I love that so much. <laughs> he probably is just like, why can't I embarrass someone right now drinking this milk? If only I had a... And then he sees the falcon fly up, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> Classical Skywalker coming yeah. in. Here we go. Um, 
What did you see anything else other than a movie you hate? <laughs> <laughs> nope. That was it. All right. Uh, yeah. Other than like a couple, I I watched uh, Moana and and Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs again because I had my niece over. And those are just good, good uh, animated flims. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Other than the movie that we we saw over the pod, that's what I've seen. I saw wow. some. I saw some TV on Netflix. Oh, yeah. should I queue up the the. <laughs> TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Uh, yeah, I saw Love finished the third season of Love on Netflix. And Andrew, you did too? I did too. Max, have you ever seen Love? I love it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway, Andrew. Um, can, we turn, did, can we turn off Max's mic? Uh... Oh, I thought we did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Love? Uh, I really like the last season mm-hmm. quite a bit. Um, I, I, so slight spoilers for love. If, if you've never watched it or you're in the process of watching season three or whatever, um, I think that season three, the, if I have one complaint about season three, it's that I think they sort of, uh, lose the plot of like the show, the overall show of like both of them being kind of fuck ups to really point out that Gus is a, is a supreme fuck up. And there's a thing that happens at the end of season two. I don't want to spoil it, but there's something that they, that happens in season two that I thought that would get addressed in season three that Mickey does. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Okay. Um, that only sort of gets mentioned in passing that I thought would be like a they, major. They plot sort of point. set it up as like a shoe that's going to drop. Yeah, we can talk about it, this vaguely. And then it never does. And it I, never does. But and I will sort of speak to you and knowingly, and then to anyone who's watched it, they'll know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But to me, it felt like there was a lot of ambiguity at the end of the of the series. Yeah, and it seemed to end on a happier note. Yeah, but I think it was all set up that. It might be a little unsatisfying that some of those didn't pay off, but I think the, for me at least, it seemed like it was setting up that that was going to happen. They kept saying, the characters kept saying that they could take on anything, they're invincible, but the implication is that that information will come out, there will be a fight, there will be a, a falling out, something will happen. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Paul Rust in, in, in the middle of the third season, he like has like a road rage incident. And yeah. he like really, he messes up his car, it's very scary, he almost kills himself, and... The implication is that this is like near the end of our series. Like this guy's going to do something like this again. He's going to, he's going to get mad at his partner or a friend and he's going to, yeah. and he has done that throughout the series. So to me, it was like, you can, you can assume it's like this happy ending, but I think the implication is like, there's these things up in the air still that are going to fall and maybe we don't get to see it. But the implication is like, they're going to keep having this, this Rocky up and relationship. down relationship and hopefully they'll stick it out because they are, they complement one in one another in a good way, but they are both, flawed flawed deeply flawed individuals yeah. and i think the overarching thing especially with the end of season three was that a lot of the characters had moved forward with their relation in the way that they uh, handle relationships and some further than others some incrementally like mike mitchell's character randy uh-huh. makes a very small step towards being a slightly better person but uh-huh. boy is he a selfish du- fucking asshole yeah. and it, the only thing he sort of does for himself is sort of like say it out loud in a very uh, awkward way yeah but it's still like it, it's leaps and bounds behind everyone but it's still a movement for that character and yeah. other characters as well so i really i overall really liked it i feel like the first and second season probably had some episodes that i weren't weren't as good but i think overall i've really enjoyed i the think series. like so the there's an episode that is 
strictly about Birdie, which is Mickey's roommate. That might be the best episode. I think it's the best episode of the, se- of the series. I think so. And the episode right after it, too. I, think I don't want to... Right fa- I mean, because it's not... She wasn't uh, one of... She's a... a main character but she's not like the main the main yeah. couple characters so it is interesting that like a, something about her relationship is so interesting but yeah. they've been building her up the last two also so i really yeah. enjoyed that one um i thought that was the best episode of the series followed i think the second best episode was the episode after it where um uh, gus is making his movie yes i like i thought that w- i think like those two next to each other i thought they were the two best episodes of the it was series great. max your thoughts on the show <laughs> I thought that Gus could have used a bit more um, uh, training, and uh, you're right. Was, you're right. Yeah, love expert. God, yeah. Jeez, oh, that was good. Anyway, we won't bore everyone, but I, I yes, I think it was overall a, a success, and I think that if I went back, there'd probably the be yeah, a couple episodes that were just not as interesting to me. Sure. There's a whole an entire episode with Andy Dick running around with. Um, oh yeah Gill- Gillian in the first yeah. season that I, you could take or leave sure but um, yeah overall and I think the third season was particularly strong yeah, so, yeah. I agree and it's the last season so. last season yeah, oh, get it while it's good good everybody. casting on his parents and siblings including Drew yeah. Tarver and yeah. uh, uh, yes very good stuff Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley is his dad Jr., yeah um, any more TV you saw uh, I think that's about it are you ready to unveil this new segment oh that... I can't wait for you guys to hear this so we'll do an edit point that way if this comes in a little too hot in the headphones we can just Slap it back in. All right. Here, here we go, everybody. Robert's new segment. We got ourselves an X-Men fan. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? You must know who they are and, above all, what they can do. I'm Professor Charles Xavier. I'm the Juggernaut! <laughs> what, what could this segment be? This is Mutant News. Yeah, here we go, guys. Get hey, your hands I, in the air. It's mutant news time. I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to mutant me. <laughs> kind of want to mute the segment. Wait, mute me. Um, guys, this is mutant news. We're, we're talking. Uh, there's a lot of X Men and and mutant news in general. So I figured we could use a little update. And why not spend? Do Max and I have to be here for this part, or can we just leave while you? Bye. <laughs> um. Well, I thought we'd all be excited to know that. The Gambit movie is, is actually being made. Oh, cool! Starring Channing Tatum, and uh-huh. um, you could look it up, but I forget. I there's there's a an actress attached, but it said right now it's just uh, uh, like a rumor. So Channing yes. Tatum's literally the only people. Oh, I oh. that's what exactly. I, I rogue some other uh, side another sidekick, mm. a partner. I don't know who who she would be. Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, that's the rumor. Ooh. Yeah, who I like. I like. I do I that movie. Yeah, um, just based <laughs> on that alone. Um, yeah, and then the other thing is like, so for a while I'd seen the trailer for the New Mutants, which I told you guys about, and it's like an X Men kind of like horror oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, and it turns out it's been pushed not once but twice. So it was originally going to come out uh, in April on the April thirteenth. Uh huh. It got pushed back to February twenty second of next year. What? Yes, this movie wow. has been in the can. Yeah. The trailer's it, out. It just got pushed back to August 2nd of 2019. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Are you excited about this mutant news, Andrew? <laughs> hey, this segment's good. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I spent too long making that little audio yeah. cue. Um, yeah, so I was surprised by that. And as a result, also, Dark Phoenix moved also. So that was going to be November of this year, November 2nd, I think. Uh-huh. And now that's uh, Valentine's Day of next year. Hey, happy Valentine's hey. Day, everybody. Yeah. Take Come your watch. Valentine to see 
a phoenix to destroy the earth probably yeah. is what i guess yeah that's probably um, gonna happen in this movie yeah so pretty yeah and, and like i it's just stinks because i was kind of like oh that's interesting not apparently connected to other universes the new mutants uh-huh i was excited to see like this maybe this kind of anomaly because that's always what I keep pushing for is like just make one offs. Mm-hmm. People, it's mm-hmm. it's X Men. People will go and see it, and it's got mutants are cool now. Just put you put mutants in the title, people are gonna go. Um, so the weird thing to me is, have you guys seen the trailer for The Darkest Minds? No. So I think this is based on a book, maybe like probably a trilogy of books, but it's um, in the future where ninety eight percent of all the children in the world die, and the two percent that don't die start to acquire like mutant abilities uh-huh this is coming out f- from fox uh-huh. and it is coming out on august 3rd so they've pushed like real x-men movies to put out this fake mutant this fake mutant this movie fake well mutant and, and, and in fairness it could be fine and i'm sure a lot of these yet ya novels have done like divergent did well to a point sure and hunger games and, and i think that people are still trying to cash in on that so maybe it's good but it just seems odd to me that like these these bigger films with these established franchises are being shoved almost a year and a half yeah away for that so i wonder I if kind of like odd. i wonder if the like the idea of a x-men horror movie didn't do didn't like test well but it had aria from game of thrones it has the older brother from stranger things what I, all these like right things that but are what present. i mean is maybe they're recutting the movie like maybe it didn't test well or something and so you, now they're now that you say that i i wonder if i heard something about like adding another character or adding more in there but deadpool um, yeah, adding some Deadpool. Speaking of Deadpool, I there's been little shots from one of the more recent trailers of like him in the back of a plane, and you can see some like costumed figures behind mm-hmm. him. And I I don't know much about I think it's X Force that he runs with sometimes, but yeah, it looks like there's like a lot of weird yeah. weird mutants that are going to be joining him in the movie, which I think is pretty cool. Bishop showing up, right? Yeah, but he's a pretty a pretty established and then in Shatterstar. The, or whatever see, that's new to me. Oh, okay. Who does, what does he do? Do you know? He has knives swords i mean or he's okay no but what's his what's his mutant power swords i think he's one of Uh, those guys he's like the expert agility and Ah, (laughs) fighting combat i think and then he probably does deadpool but not invincible i don't know i don't know i don't i just know Um, he's got a weird face thing and it looks like he has that weird face thing in the back of the plane did you hear um who might be playing well i don't want to spoil this is just a rumor but in um dark phoenix there's a rumor that jessica uh, jessica chastain has been cast as a villain no miss sinister mrs sinister no yeah i think really? got, yeah I, I, and i hadn't because didn't they tease at the end of was it logan no not logan uh, was it the last X-Men movie? Was it Apocalypse that they had like the briefcase yeah. with his company or something yeah. on it? And I don't, but I don't know any, I know not, almost nothing about Mr. Sinister and I know less about Miss Sinister. Yeah. So um, I was wrong. By the way, my assumption was wrong. They are reshooting the movie to ramp up the horror elements. Wow. Because they were influenced by it. Oh, okay. So more jump scares. Great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, and I'm on so the I will definitely see liking it. it, but I, but I'm, that's weird. <coughs> I, I would have interesting. We will forever wonder what could have been. Um, guys, I'm, that's this I'm, week's uh, Mutant before, News, unless you have more. Finish, I'm actually just curious uh, how this is all going down, how they're starting up the Gambit movie when like the license rights are switching over to Disney. I, the, well, the announcement was that they're going into production on June 19th. So whatever is, mm. that's unless they're just truly scared that everyone will lose interest. I, I mean, and when, even so, it's not in the can yet. They're literally starting production. So I don't know if they're just worried that people are forgetting about it. But that was the big the big thing. I don't know. I, I like Channing Tatum a lot, but that accent, 
the hero. I don't know. I, I can't picture in my in my brain what a good Gambit movie is, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see, Mona Me. <laughs> cool. And that was Mutant News. All right. Here we go with the movie we saw this week. That's right. This recognizable track is Ain't Never Learned by Moby, the Tomb Raider theme song to the 2001 movie. Oh, boy. Tomb Raider. Uh, Let that one breathe a little bit. Oh, let's keep it going. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. when I hear this, I think of... You're taken back to the... tombs. I think yeah. of shooting double pistols at T-Rexes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we saw, we saw Tomb Raider. We did. Uh, yes. Guys... What did you think of Tomb Raider? Overall, I think it was I, I was had pretty low expectations, and it was better than I thought. If if not a little uh, by the numbers, plot wise. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Is it? It was very very cookie cutter, but uh, competently made, I suppose. You played the game that it's based upon, uh, Rise I of the Tomb Raider, a, or whatever. Yeah, I did. Like the reboot, the reboot remake, whatever one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Andrew, I don't, I don't know if you would have. Had, would have played the newer Tomb Raider. It's kind of it. They made an origin video game that this is basically based no. on. I okay. would play it. Um, I would say, as far as that's concerned, it's like it hues pretty close to that. Um, but uh, I would say, like, if anything comes out good on the other end, it's I think Elijah Vikander did a really good job mm-hmm. as a character. I I thought she was <clears throat> tough, and I I think her character was stronger in the first half of the movie more than the second half, but. Yeah, that's interesting because I, my observation of the movie coming out of it was she does zero things even resembling tomb raiding or what you would imagine Lara Croft Tomb Raider would be doing mm-hmm. in the first half of the movie. And if you played a Tomb Raider video game, and let's say the gameplay is like 15 hours and you spent the first seven and a half hours riding the a game, bike, <laughs> riding a bike or like getting on a boat and then like walking around like it you gotta do something before you get to the tomb i know but like she I, did some like, uh, she some sh- puzzle solving she shot you know, a bow and arrow yeah she solved a she did, she did not around. shoot a, bo- a bow and arrow there was a flashback to her but she did not shoot a bow and arrow until like an hour 20 ah, right. ah dang it um yeah it was i was just i know that's like world building in a movie and like whatever but i was just like I was honestly a little worried that they were going to have her like parkouring to work. So I'm actually yeah. kind of happy that she was just, she was tough and fit. Well, she also, she was uh, a MMA fighter. Training. She was in uh, yeah, MMA yeah. training. So what you're um, saying is you're glad that she was parkour training with, or doing parkour with no training at the end of the movie. Uh, or I guess a little, I guess a little bit. That's what she you're was trying improvising. to say. You didn't want, you didn't want any training. I didn't scenes. want any want established. To, uh, yeah. You just uh, want her to be good at it out of nowhere. Yeah. I wanted to be a uh, Lara Sue. Yeah. Um, no, I I just thought that I kind of liked the ramp up to the adventure. I liked her partner her partner who really got sidelined. So I think uh, is you know, I don't know if you have the IMDb page up, but I like the actor who plays the villain, Walton Goggins. Is that his God? Name? Is he like bred to be a villain in things or what? Like because he, he looks like a, a he was great villain. He is good, in and him, I liked yeah. him. He was in I think his biggest role might have been uh, The Hateful Eight. Maybe he's one of the one on ones I recognize him. Most I think he's from. also in Justified. Yes, he's yeah. in Justified. He's been. I think he's been. If there's like a role where there's like a dirty ski, he's probably been in. Um, 
uh, Breaking Bad, but I know he was in Sons of Anarchy, I think. I think he's just he is just born to be just kind of a skeevy kind of villainy dude poor guy or maybe he's typecast <laughs> that's a that's a no, possibility i think it, like I in know. his soul he's up. evil yeah <laughs> from Max. birth yeah, yeah. He, was, <laughs> he was born to be a schizoid probably what's his name walton goggins walton like, goggins ugh, gross, yeah. dude um no i just think he's no he's a, he's a good actor because i liked him in that role and it was it was weird too because he was kind of like playing this card through the whole film like hey i'm just here on orders i have a family and i'm just trying to get back home but he was uh he was kind of unhinged one thing that i thought was strange is that um, we're kind of jumping all around, but there's a point where they get to the island and meet this uh, this antagonist, and he sort of establishes his dominance by um, this man who is who is like uh, laboring in his camp gets kind of falls ill, and he just comes up and kills him, just shoots him dead. Yeah. Then later on, when Lara and her friend like stage like uh, a getaway for her, and he knocks into some people and and gun you know people get shot. He walks up to him and and looks at at I forget I don't know if uh, his name is on there uh, is it Lou Lou Ren or something yeah um he just looks at him and just kind of like huh and it's like you have ten times more of a reason to kill this guy right here <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you're gonna save the bullet I just thought what, I mean I'm glad his character stuck around but it was it was very odd um but yeah I liked the I, th- I think overall yeah I think it was maybe a stronger first half just as far as like just her getting there. And then I think she just loses some agency by the end. Like she's at, you know, at gunpoint solving the puzzles in the tomb and, and having to do all these things where like, it's less of her story at that point. Like she's kind of being moved along with these, with these guys. So I don't know. I, it was just a little, I don't know. It irked me a little bit. I wish there had been more stuff of her solo. Yeah. I thought like the scene where she, so she, she goes to the Island to find her dad. Yeah, because he and disappeared seven, seven years ago. Seven years ago. And they want her to declare him dead so yeah. she can take on the... In fact, she does like menial jobs because she like doesn't want to admit he's dead. She doesn't want to inherit his yeah. money and admit he's gone. So she goes to this island... In the Devil's Sea? The Devil's Sea yeah. to find her dad. And she does end up tracking down... Spoiler alerts. Tracks down her dad. He is yes. alive on this island. And he doesn't want to... Like, he just wants to like leave everything alone and not disrupt this this was it the well so it's uh hit hit uh i'm, I'm gonna forget, <laughs> I forget yeah. it's it's, hit, it's not hitomi but i forget the princess's name that oh. supposedly buried on the island uh Hi, um it's right himioko oh himioko yeah um so the legend himiko himiko, sorry. himiko the legend is that there she was like this queen of death in, in you know, long ago in japan and that she could like turn people to she could kill people with a single touch so people stole her away to this island and bound her and put their in the sarcophagus and sealed her away so that she couldn't hurt the world and this mysterious organization what is it called trinity is trying to like find it and use it as like a weapon it's apparently this secret society that looks for supernatural stuff around the planet to use against uh the citizenry so laura's dad laura's dad was there but he says to her I've been setting up false leads all over the island. He's never going to find it. Yeah. And sort of like um, Last Crusade where it's like, well, thank God you didn't bring the Grail Diary with you. And yeah. like she literally brought all of her notes and everything to find it right to them. Good one, Laura. Hey, <laughs> this movie should have been called uh, Laura Croft and I shouldn't have gone to that island. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> um, yeah. And the dad's like, I should have given the journal to the Marx Brothers and big laugh from the audience because it's oh, still a current... Oh. <laughs> that's still a current reference um yeah so once she yeah she gets her 
the boat going and she gets there uh, and meets her dad, which that's different than the game. In the game, like I think it is established that me you're for an orphan. I told yeah. you okay. I didn't play the game. Um, and then she, yeah, very savagely like bow kills people, which is crazy. Yeah, I well, thought that's well. I that was what I was gonna say is like I think that scene is probably the one of the best ones in the movie where she's sort of like going stumbling. around the camp, mm-hmm. taking things, and then like just starts like yeah, shoot like legolossing people with that. Seriously, uh, she's a bow and arrow. down an an Oliphant's uh, yeah. Tim the Oliphant from Justified <laughs> himself shows up and she. He was on set that day right looking at it, it, watching his friends Walton Goggins yeah. play the villain, and he hey, acts yeah. just here to shot. support. Yeah. Yeah, he got an arrow right in the face. It was hey, really I'm just here to support old goggles over there. <laughs> goggles. Um, uh, but okay, so that is kind of a funny thing in the game that like there's like the the part where you, you find a weapon and like there's a one of the bad guys and you have to kill them and it's Lara Croft k- killing someone for the first time and uh-huh. it's a very dramatic scene in this one where there's like this muddy fight and this guy is beating her up and he has to she has to like drown him yeah. in this like jungle puddle and she's upset afterwards and blah 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 but as it is in the video game as with this one she very quickly warms up to murder yeah. and then just starts like and not that they're not bad guys but she just she really takes to it like a champ <laughs> there's there was all this happened a couple times in the movie but like they mimicked kind of uh scenes from the video games yes. or, or things that uh a couple recognize as be, being video gamey even mm-hmm. if it wasn't directly from the video game but uh, when I was watching them, I noticed like I really don't uh, care about whatever's going on because uh, it's it's a difference in the agency where if you are playing the game, you are actually enacting those actions yourself. So it's like you are making those decisions, even if they're uh, forcing it on you, like you have to kill this guy. Like even if you jump on that like, cliff, it does crumble no matter what. But you jumped to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And And kind of like if you lose, there's a possibility of losing in a lot of these situations when you're climbing around and let's say you slip and you fall. And so like, okay, you could make a mistake and then you have to go back. So there's a bit of tension, but here you're just like, okay, we're halfway through the movie and like she's walking across a plane wing by herself and it just has, it really didn't have any impact for me. Hmm. I don't know if you guys felt that at all, but like I was thinking back to the game where I was like, I might care about this, even though it's bland and boring, just walking across a plane wing. It's like, but is there an upgrade in that plane? Is there a, a, a token to unlock a skill point? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. I kind of like the plane. I like the plane scene a little bit. She, she, when her friend helps her get away, she falls into a river, goes towards a waterfall, and then like lands on this old like bomber plane that's like kind of wedged there. And then it sort of reminded me of like Jurassic Park Two, where there the RV kind of hangs over the side and like. Mm-hmm. Julianne Moore's on the glass and yeah. they have to be careful all they shift and move and stuff so it evoked that I, I you know I think unfortunately that has now it was a weird part in Jurassic Park 2 where she's on the glass and then uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's put him on the glass <laughs> started playing I thought that was kind of a weird a, ra- a radio <laughs> fell and started playing that yeah. and she was like uh, could you not can uh, we uh, <laughs> cut the sound wave starts slowly cracking the glass <laughs> Um, in, I guess in the video game in that scene, she's actually on glass. So it's like even more similar than in the movie where the glass is all broken out at that point. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, and in the video games also playing, put them on the glass. That's a, uh, yeah. Mix a lot. Really got the, all the, the yeah. money for that. That's guess we should have played, put them on the glass as the theme song for this movie and not, uh, Hey, you could edit it in. <laughs> just and still miss out on Moby. Moby. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we'll just go back and say like, boy, that is a really good. Sir Mix a lot <laughs> track. Um, so yeah, basically, yeah. The, the, the part that I, I don't know. I, I start to not like as much as when 
they kind of raid the camp and are taking out the bad guys. Tomb raid the camp? Not quite. I don't even know if she... Well, she might raid a little bit of a tomb. This movie should have been called Camp Raider. <laughs> <laughs> Fall Survivor. Uh-huh. Um, she... Oof, yeah. She gets like a stick when she like parachutes down to the jungle. She gets this yeah. big like thing stuck in her and stuff also like that. from the game. It, I mean, it is... Yeah, there's a, a lot of the stuff in the game where it's like, your hero's getting beat up all the time. And it's kind of a bummer when you see it like with Vikander. It's like, God dang, can she catch a break? Um, she does agree to so the bad guy won't kill her father she agrees to let them into the tomb and i think it's because she just doesn't believe that there's actually anything supernatural going on so she's like well whatever they're just gonna get some old bones um which there wasn't i'm always disappointed when they go that route i was wondering what direction they were gonna go with this by the end so when they do yeah we'll jump forward a bit but when they do get to himiko himiko's tomb himiko himiko's tomb um Himiko's tomb. Yeah, this is the theme to Himiko's tomb, and that plays a neon lights turn on. Um, and well, they realize that she was not some evil princess; she was basically the carrier of a disease. All right, so well, yeah. before we get there, when they're on the way, there's oh a, sure, there was a line that really bothered me, where uh, the the spike comes up and it kills the guy, and That's he goes, right. "These traps weren't made to keep her." Keep, keep people us out. out. Yeah, they were made to keep her in. <laughs> and it's like and I was like, oh, that's God. a two-way spike, dude. Like, I think I it know, works like, either way. First of all, like that line is cheesy in itself. Secondly, there was nothing that made it seem like that was to keep people out. And, and by the end, like, he's wrong. By maybe the end, it's, he's absolutely wrong. Maybe it's yeah. a, maybe it's like one of those severe tire damage spikes where, like, if you did come at it from the other direction, it like it would it would, it yeah. would be dull. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that was a that was cheesy. Um, but yeah, they get to her tomb, and it turns out that that she was a carrier of a disease, a horrible disease, and they basically, she willingly brought herself there to be sealed away so that she couldn't infect the rest of the world. And this disease basically decays and kills you almost instantly, except when it turns you into a 28 Days Later rage zombie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. And the one guy had a horrifying death. Like, he accidentally touches Himiko as he's taking her out of the tomb. Yeah. And his arm starts to decay. He starts screaming. His gun goes off. He kills one of his friends. And then he just like rot. Like I, I was graphic. I was yeah. pretty surprised. It was really gruesome. But yeah, the they other even guy, showed his dick decomposing. It was really yeah, graphic. It was like a long time lapse. Yeah. of like eight and a half minutes of the whole thing. He like slowly takes off his pants. <laughs> and then like you, you see everything. You know, what? I think I wa- we walked into the wrong theater. I think <laughs> I, I think did. Yeah, like I a did. Medical symposium. <laughs> of dick decay i'm sure it exists um i'm i'm positive (laughs) yeah hey we win me too i win yeah um so yeah and then but then someone else totally gets touched by it and like i guess while he's decaying gets very angry and strong because he's like fighting the laura's dad and her um walter goggins grabs just like a finger off of himiko and he's like i don't need all of her remains i can just get this back to the trinity uh-huh. group and that'll be fine and lord's dad did get infected right he got he touched it or got scratched yeah so mm-hmm. he's volunteers to stay behind and destroy the tomb so that if anyone shows up from trinity because they're on the way with like a helicopter yeah uh that they won't be able to recover any any of the remains um and lara and walton goggins character have a knockdown drag out fight right before they leave yeah dude um and she has her she gets her now classic pick 
X tool. <laughs> Classic. Because, well, because she is well known for her double pistols. And in this movie, she has the, yeah, like the pick, which she doesn't get towards the end, till the end. I always, I would say her bow and arrow and her pick are like her two signature weapons now. Um, it, uh, it was also weird because she uses it twice, but there's no, like they don't explain how it gets from one place to the other. Like she oh. stabs it into the side of a guy's head. And then she just walks out to another spot and it's sticking in the ground. There. It's still in her inventory. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great if she like brought, she like pauses the game right up or she's like, whew, let me pause the game that's here the, for a second. That's the part in the, yeah. that's the part would, in the movie where you're supposed to look down like there's a controller and like select the pickaxe. Oh, there were, there were buzzers in my theater that were like, should she grab the bow and arrow or the pickaxe? And yeah, beep boop. And we, and I pressed both and uh, nothing happened. I was still at the dick symposium when this was happening. Oh, so okay. I, yeah. Um, yeah, so she has a fight with him and shoves the finger into his mouth yeah. and then kicks it down his throat and then kicks him off of a cliff into a pile of mm, one million skeletons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a lot of skeletons. <laughs> what were these skeletons of? Like people who have tried oh to come. Well, yeah, I didn't get the. I, I think it was the dead bodies of the people who had been infected by it. Okay. But there were her like followers that were like. There was the like remember, there was like her one thousand handmaidens and they yeah. were all in there. So I was like, well, but, then who are the extra ten thousand people? Well, because those were the ones who were alive and sacrificed themselves, and then the ones oh. who were in the pit, I think, were just dead bodies from uh, like the just over history it. and stuff. Let the bodies hit the floor. The bodies. Another that song that we should have done. Um, so yeah, and then she she and uh, Lou Ren and the rest of the people that had been like enslaved, like all the different fishermen and people had been enslaved and made to work in trinity's work camp they basically get rescued they all pile onto a helicopter and she heads back to london i guess we forgot to men- mention um little uh cameo from uh, nick frost earlier in the movie oh yeah as a pawn yeah. shop owner. yeah pawn shop owner and then he returns for an effort credit sequence hey one of the best yeah um so trinity sends a, a helicopter to get uh vogel was a walter goggins character. oh okay vogel um, to pick a Vogel and the body, presumably. Yes. They send two unarmed pilots. Yep. To pick up this and like who, very who don't also have their all their other supernatural uh, things to protect right. them. Like this so, is like a this is all that they do, right? Is yeah. find supernatural things around the world. Yeah. So are they always wrong about it, and they always turn out to be. Yeah. Because this, this was powerful stuff doesn't exist. This was powerful. <laughs> it, it could it could cause damage to the world, but it didn't. It wasn't what they assumed it was, which was like this zombie warlock princess that could like kill people also don't know how they were going to weaponize that so what do they actually acquire then like do, does this cut if there was a another Ar- tomb raider after this well think. you know but if there was another movie after this is the assumption that they she would run up against people who you know they have they've gone to these digs they have successfully gotten stuff back and they are what uh, boxes that shoot know. ghosts th- out of them or I what i don't think they're ever going to go into the supernatural and it's something that mm. I, it's bothered me about both the video games and uh they did, they did supernatural at the they, end did, of the... they did some at the, but they're like just shying away from it so much and mm. she used to fight dinosaurs and i i love that and i wish hey, that, don't get more supernatural than that yeah <laughs> you want her and turok to <laughs> cross yeah, universe crossover universe what you need um i just hey, want the, the 90s back <laughs> Just make it T, the good old days. T apostrophe R O C K and get Dwayne Johnson to be Turok That's and right. I'm on board. Yeah. Yes. He he should be in a couple movies. I, his star is rising. The Rock. You want to see? Yeah. yeah I would love if he got get promoted a, a little. You more. think he should get a shot? Yeah, I, I wish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then she. So yeah. Returns to the pawn shop at the end and gets those great double pistols. Not before I, 
finding out that her uh, father is the company that she inherits. Uh, one of their subsidiaries or is, whatever is Trinity. Yes, that's true. And that her stepmother may not have, stepmother, but the or, like business partner to Richard or was something. Was she not a, Oh, okay. But she basically is like, now that they've signed it over, she is, she's like, you should be in charge of everything. Yeah. And then she's like, uh Oh, yeah. so they set it up for, it's a real uh Oh moment to be, yeah. A big oops for Laura. Yeah. Uh, they do set it up for there to be, uh, some sequel. conflict in the a sequel, squeakle. but I don't know. I, I just don't know if it did well enough to do it. I think it did all right. I don't know if it uh, did well enough to do a sequel or not. The budge, the budge was nine ninety to ninety to ninety to one hundred and six million. So somewhere in there. Okay. It did make two hundred and fifty million though. Okay. So, so that's more a, than the first number. Not a utter failure. <laughs> Um, it there is nothing mentioned about a sequel, but it does say in the future section of Wikipedia that the producer told IGN in an interview that he may oversee a film universe with Just Cause, Hitman, Tomb Raider, Interact. Dace X, and Thief. Wow. Can you imagine going to see Plus, any Assassin's of- Creed, Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> and Tetris? <laughs> it was weird seeing the Square Enix logo, honestly. It was. I agree yeah. with that. Not I since like, uh, Final here? Fantasy Spirits Within, I think, <laughs> did I see that. I don't I don't even think it was Square Enix at that point. Yeah. No, Probably I think it was Squaresoft. No. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I, I agree. I, it did kind of like, I was like, oh, my. Yeah. I was like, did I forget my controller? Uh, <laughs> uh, where do I put the uh, quarters? <laughs> <laughs> All those Square Enix <laughs> arcade games, games that arcade I play all the time. Game, yeah, man, I spent a lot of money on those. Yeah, that Final Fantasy VII arcade uh, arcade box. Two dollars to save. Yeah, two dollars to save. Um, yeah, but I but I think overall I I just had lower. It's it is a video game adaptation, so I you I went in with lower expectations. Thought there was some good action, and I thought she elevated the character. But I feel like the movie overall, like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just kind of a general, and it's not even like that it's strayed from the plot of of the game, but that isn't a particularly uh, original origin story either. She gets shipwrecked yeah. and she kind of learns to survive. I would have liked a little bit more, I thought there'd be more of her on the island before they figured out that there were people there, and it would have been more just her learning how to survive and then being like, yeah. oh shit, not only am I stuck here and trying just to stay stay fed and clothed, but then I find out that there are people here, there is something going on. It that is was a, more the game. It is a movie where like, at the beginning of the movie, it kind of takes its time getting her to like the actual journey. But once she starts heading off to, to the Island, like once she commandeers the boat and all that, it moves at a very frenetic pace. Mm -hmm. And so much so that like her relationship with, uh, uh, what's Daniel Wu's? I think it's Lou Ren. Lou Ren. Like Like, it, he's like, I have to go back for her. And like, they're constantly like watching each other's backs, but like they've known each other for, like 12 hours at that that's true but point. i think but it, I, like, I think it's inherited because their dads knew each other and so it's oh kinda, it's they, a genetic they genetically know each <laughs> yeah. other but they did they did establish that like his father was was dead too and like this is his boat now like their dads made deals with each other and now like these are these orphaned people that have kind of like met met up uh-huh so i did kind of D- like that there was this daddy issues again it's hey. like it was a lego it's movie. A, yeah. For real. lego tomb raiders coming out this summer <laughs> i did like yeah i did like that that sort of connection so yes there was it was odd that her, she immediately had an allegiance, but I feel like she also was just he like he tell. sacrifices his life for her. Uh, when, he, like, I mean, yeah. there was no reason that what's his <laughs> and face? then all those other guys sacrificed their life for him, sacrificing their life. Yeah, for her. 
Or at least- I, I don't know. I just think they all think that, like, what are we going to do? We're either going to, like, keep hauling rocks all day or we can try and stop these people. Sure. So they kind of, they kind of stand up, which is, which is. I mean, at the end when they're, when they've already escaped and he's like, I got it. Go save Laura. And they're like, all right. Well, I think and they're like, well, they said, cause they said that his dad had yeah. like helped them. Yes. When he was there. So they, oh, that's they right. all felt an allegiance to Lou Ren because his dad had tried to help them when mm-hmm. he was alive. Yeah, so it was just like a lot of people that had been. So the movie actually play. makes sense, and uh, it's actually a perfect movie. So, and if you read the novelization, you will get a few more uh, tidbits. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. The book's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, Tomb Raider. I would say I would I would recommend it. I don't think I mean it's probably not going to be in theater much longer, but I would I think people might like it. I I liked. She was a strong lead. I guess, like I said, a little weaker in the second half. I I would be interested if. I mean, she's didn't she already win an Oscar or at least nominated Elijah Vikander? Oh, for the Danish girl, right? Yeah. yeah. So I I don't know. Is there a future for her? And uh, did she did she dis, did she say that she would commit to a couple movies if they did this? Oh. I'm oh. sure that they had a contract. I feel like at this point that, it's almost yeah. kind of standard. You're like, well, if this does well, we want you to, to agree to be back in it. So I yeah. that's always something I'm I'm wary of. Like, well, she's a kind of a, a a rising star. Why would she commit to do that? But yeah, yeah. Well, guess we'll see. I think they could go forward with it. I think they could do more with it. So yeah, I think I I'd be more. In, I would probably recommend the sequel more than I would recommend already. <laughs> this one was. Uh, Are you I talking about the if, Angelina Jolie, the Cradle if, of Life? Laura uh, the sequel movie. to that one. Uh, okay. Yeah, why? Why not? No, I just think that they. Um, it had good concepts around, but uh, it didn't. Uh, it didn't uh, test the waters or anything. It didn't do anything that was very interesting i guess i think like the like whole now, movie had good action and, and stuff yeah. like that but um none of it interested me hmm. i just uh was kind of like oh, okay uh, all right this is happening now and and like maybe, ne- never felt sorry <laughs> no go for it andrew i was gonna say maybe now that it's <clears throat> maybe now that they've moved on from the the like getting to know laura like first hour of the movie like if they do a sequel, they can just move on to the more interesting action. Yeah, sure. but I don't pieces. even know if like that's exactly what I want. I would just want them to like have some lines where she's interesting and have some, you know, because it's it all was just very generic. I never felt that she was a human being, and I never felt her. She's dad a piece was of a meat to you. Being. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Fuck, dude. What's that? I mean, uh, duh. Uh, she connected with her dad. <laughs> pretty human to me. Just Pr- it, pretty human to me. It seemed like it was all written by a writer oh, in hollywood that's all it was it sure just, it seemed very hollywood to yeah, me. yeah, like, yeah. Crack, no i know what you mean cracked all the movies beats, all that stuff sure so okay i'm hoping they do go with like crazy t-rexes and she like i don't know just go crazy with it do something fun do something that's unique sure. and maybe have some more humanizing moments then and they had a couple in here it wasn't like awful they had them where they like the test screening said they needed to to have them, you know, and but it never really landed. One part that felt very video gamey, I forgot to mention, was the when the floor starts to fall out, which is again just Last Crusade. But they have to solve the color puzzle, <laughs> so they're throwing oh, colored yeah. colored rocks, and they're like, "Hey, try this one. Hey, try yellow. Hey, try red." And then it's like I, the color of life, green. Yeah, I did think it was kind of interesting how they did that, but it was another example. Like I, I like that they're tying it to the uh, video game, and they're kind of. There's I'm unashamed about it. Yeah. But then I also realized like, oh, that's kind of in a video game for a reason because you're figuring it out yourself. And so watching her kind of go, oh, green. 
like putting all these uh, yeah. colored pieces in there. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not as cool when she <laughs> when she does it, not me. <laughs> Plus, like they were so then she was like, well, this is more like aquamarine, and they were like, Laura, just put it in there, and she was like, no, but this is like, you know what chartreuse is like, and then the floor falls out and they all die. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's how it could color end. arguments exactly. And then and then it says game over, and they start back yeah. up, and, and then the movie restarted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she hadn't saved at a camp campsite. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Would you recommend it, Andrew? No. Um, I think I, I, um, I'd recommend not rushing out to the theater to go see it. I think if it shows up on like an HBO or something and you have access to that, then I, it's not like a waste of your time to watch it, but I would not tell somebody you got to go spend the the $13 to go in the theater to see it. Did you guys see it in, in major theaters? Yes. Uh, yeah. I saw it down at the Bay. I think I saw it like literally after our last podcast. Were you okay. uh, sitting by the dock of the Bay? Uh, yeah. Me and Otis Redding watched your meter together. Um, I saw it at the Northgate Thornton, Thornton Theater. Gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> I saw it at the Roger, Bay. Roger, Roger. Where'd you see it? Uh, at Meridian 16. Oh, okay. Or you get the the seats that recline. Oh, okay. So you know what bugs me about movie theaters, or you can. Uh, oh, here we go. You can get play the, that theme. You can get the seats. <laughs> yeah, you know what bugs me. It's a movie theater rant. Maxwell Now I have to do a, a rant every time so I can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> get a clip of it. Anyways, um, when you buy tickets, when you buy tickets, you can't buy seats that are right next to or like one seat away from another person you have to have two seats away wait what like since when i don't know every time i try it it, it says uh you can't leave one empty space in between you and the person next oh to you. oh i thought because they don't want to like uh have single people like or you didn't want to have couples split up or something like that because you fuck? have just one spot i never uh, got that you're not supposed thing. to be talking anyway like i will occasionally like look down the aisle towards people like all the way down to the other end of the aisle where my friend's sitting. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I'm never like, I'm not usually like, I don't know. I don't know why that's such a big deal. But regardless, maybe I knew about the one seat. I thought you were saying that like they wouldn't let you have two seats between you and other people or something. No, I guess when I'm like, I wanted to sit in a certain seat, but sure. I couldn't sit there. I would either have to sit right next to the people or I had to sit like way to the edge of the theater. And especially with Meridian 16 where they don't have many seats. Yeah. That's all those. Uh, like what did you decide to seats? do? Uh, I got. Please this. tell us what you decided <laughs> to do. I went two seats over, and that'll and then, be like on the next episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. I ended up moving, and it was really confusing because other people sat down like in the seat that I actually had, and I I don't know. It's dumb though. Fix it. I don't know, man. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> this sounds like a lot of user error. If yeah. you ask me, <laughs> I was forced. <laughs> I, I I don't know to tell. You. I would have sat next to that couple, and I would have made them. Un- so uncomfortable. I would ask for Held some of that popcorn that they had. Yeah. Are you finished with that? I'm gonna just a sip of soda, please. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a little parched from all this popcorn I've been eating. Just Are you a- guys fan of the Tomb Raider games? <laughs> Got it. So you think gross. the pickaxe is gonna make an appearance in this? Oh, if I don't see a blue tank top, I'm gonna scream the whole movie. <laughs> Where are the dinosaurs? Yeah, uh, those aren't the same pistols that she gets to the game, but I'll forgive them. <laughs> for all the things they got perfect in this movie, I'll forgive them for the pistols being a little off. Okay, well, that's our segment of making fun of Max. Uh, <laughs> oh, is we, that what, a lot of new segments this yeah, episode. Yeah, great. Uh, all, all great. 
Sorry, I was waiting for Max to finish drinking his water. Uh oh. Oh, he's getting high. Uh, That's what you got through Tomb Raider, dude. See you next time. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Awoo. Awoo.